Right now on Award Winners, we're about to discover how a public service health department used podcasts to get people active. Worldwide, brands are engaging with customers through podcasts. These are the stories behind outstanding brand podcasts, so you can listen, learn, and be inspired by the best. These are the award winners from dustpod.io. VicHealth in Melbourne, Australia has a mission to promote good health for everyone in the state of Victoria. And a key part of their activity is their campaign, This Girl Can. Their strategic communications manager is Alex Dandanis. It's evergreen content that we keep going back to. Um, Our marketing team is well across the podcast as a solid asset of ours, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. Alex joins us now to share why they added a podcast element as part of a bigger campaign, why authenticity was important to its success, and how they used social and other platforms to promote it. First, I started by asking Alex about how the podcast, which encouraged exercise, began at a time when we were all told not to go outdoors. So This Girl Can is a physical activity campaign that Big Health had been working on for a few years. It's been around since 2018. We'd not yet delved into the podcast world, but were quickly in an ever-changing environment in early 2020 when the pandemic hit. Don't need to explain too much more on that one. But our research was telling us that a lot of women were at home in lockdown and they were not getting active. In fact, they were even less active than than men. And we wanted to try to find a way to connect to these women in their homes and give them some inspiration and some some women to connect to so they could keep getting active in their own environments. So the podcast was really born out of, of this idea of giving women some other women to connect with and hear about their stories about physical activity in a hope to inspire them to get a little bit more active themselves. So as well as the podcast, then what other ideas were floating around? Quite a few, actually. It was a really exciting time, strangely enough, as the beginning of the pandemic, we really looked at how what women were doing, how they were feeling, um, what they weren't and weren't getting involved in. And we developed a Get Active at Home section of our website and a whole series of content where we worked with women that were connected with our campaign and created a collection of videos that women could use to get active at any time they wanted in their home environment safely. It was all meant to be a bit of fun. Um, We also ran a number of live workouts as well through social media and working with different partners to connect women together during that time when everybody was at home, but knowing how important it was to keep active at the same time. And what was missing that led you to a podcast? Really great question. We never really delved into audio. And I I think for us, we played around a lot with video. It was a tricky time for us to get deeper into video. Um, We'd started toying with using, you know, Zoom interviews for content. But we felt that to really connect with women, we just wanted them to hear from other women just like them, almost like it was a bit of a chat with a friend where they could connect with them in that really personal way in their ears and tell them their own stories and and help break down some of those fears and barriers that other women might be facing. And what kind of ideas then were you mulling over when you kind of thought of podcast? What, what, what form was the podcast taking in your head? For us, the podcast was where we were, where we hoped it would go would be really where it landed in terms of 
almost throwing it over to some of our ambassadors. So our campaign, we have 45 incredible women, everyday women across the state. They're not actors. They're not fits by models. They're women that look like, they look like me, that look like my neighbor, my mum, women that others could relate to. And we really just wanted to hand over that platform to women to get them to tell their own story in their own right to connect with other women and for women to realise that there were lots of people experiencing similar situations. And whilst everybody has a different physical activity journey, you know, a lot of women are connected by this idea that physical activity can be quite tough and they face a lot of barriers, barriers that men don't necessarily face. So for us, we really wanted to platform women's stories and felt that a podcast series a little bit more of that longer format, longer episodes to really let them dive into that journey in their own words was a really great way to do that. So when it came to the actual production of it, uh, you went for outside help. What was the thinking behind that uh, decision? It was our first foray into podcasting and we wanted to make sure we did it properly. So uh, our team worked really closely with uh, producers. So in terms of getting the technical aspects spot on, but we kind of work really closely with that producer and pulling it all together. If you were to do another podcast, would you get outside help again or would you um, do it internally? Well, funny you ask because it definitely got the podcast bug flowing. We got bitten by that, that bug and we have delved deeper into podcasts since. We've actually restructured our marketing team to improve our in-house capabilities we were lucky enough to move office and snuck a little podcast studio into the new office. So we now have full internal capabilities in terms of uh, strategic direction, production and technical expertise to roll out podcasts. So we've been working on the In Good Health podcast with our CEO, Dr. Sandra DeMeo. We did that internally last year and this year we were working with an external agency to give us a little bit of additional support. Um, but certainly taken the podcast production in-house and, and realised our capabilities. Do you have a particular favourite of your own? Uh, oh, we're not allowed to have favourites now, are we? <laughs> I do have a few favourites. So Jag Reedy, um, one of our wonderful ambassadors, talked about her love for Bollywood dancing. So when she was growing up, she was told that she was too fat to be a dancer, which is not a great thing for a young woman to hear, but she realised how wonderful it made her feel, so she stuck with it. So in the podcast episode, Jag Reedy talks about the ups and downs that she's faced in getting active and overcoming those barriers and those fears of judgement and most of all inspired women to have a little bit of fun in their living rooms. We put the episode out in the world, popped a little video out alongside it and got wonderful comments back on social media from women getting active with their mums, with their daughters at home in their living rooms, popping on the dad's video and dancing around like nobody was watching because nobody was. And that's just, yeah, a really wonderful episode for me. I think that I've always felt like the odd one in my life. Like I've just always felt like I'm a bit off centre. I'm not here nor there and people can't quite figure out what pigeonhole to put me in and I've actually enjoyed that you know being unique and different at the same time it presents its challenges of feeling like you don't belong 
you don't quite belong anywhere in a particular group or framework. And I guess it's sifted through in the way I teach dance is I knew why I'm teaching dance. That was very clear to me. Uh, it was to light people up. That message was always clear. I wasn't interested in necessarily promoting how great you look on stage or vanity and those type of things, although the Bollywood film industry is notorious for that. So you've done, you've got the whole podcast together, you've got all the episodes together, it's ready to go out into the world. How did you tell the world about the This Girl Can podcast? With This Girl Can, because it was an existing integrated social marketing campaign, we had existing channels, we had existing social media communities of really connected women that we were engaging with, you know, for two years straight on a regular basis. So we launched the podcast through our social media platforms. What kind of other channels then outside of social media were you able to uh, promote the podcast? We have a very wonderful public relations team at Vic Health and had media relations around the podcast as well. So a lot of local media in Victoria and through our social media channels, through Vic Health's wide stakeholder networks. It was very digital focused. We have since put some paid advertising behind it as well as the podcast episodes were all pretty evergreen. There'd been something that we've, it wasn't just a get it out there and forget about it. Two weeks after the final episode, it's been evergreen content for us that we can keep coming back to and keep bringing it up every year as we enter into our campaign period, which has a flurry of other activity around it. So it sits within the suite of This Girl Can activities and materials, which is why it's worked really well because it's completely integrated. It wasn't a a separate idea outside of our other marketing objectives. It was nestled right in there. So from the different channels you had, the social and the PR and the paid advertising, was there any that particularly worked worked well? I think it's really hard that to prove attribution these days. Social media has been a really big driver for us, particularly at the time of release, because women were at home on their devices a lot. So social media was definitely the largest driver of traffic. But when you package it all up into the, the campaign, they, they all worked really neatly together. I don't think we could have done one without the other. Still to come, Alex tells us how the podcast performed for Vic Health, how they were able to measure its success and shares a little advice that she's learned from this experience, which will be useful for other marketers. If you feel a brand podcast could work for you, here are three simple things you can do today to get started. One, visit our website to get more information and guides on how podcasts work specifically for brands, along with lots more examples of award-winning brand podcasts to inspire you. Two, you can call us with your questions and we're happy to help. Three, you could consider working with us so you do all the fun stuff and we do everything else. Find that information on our website at dustpod.io. We're chatting with Alex Dandanis, Strategic Communications Manager with Vic Health in Melbourne, Australia, and their podcast campaign, This Girl Can. I continue the conversation by asking Alex about the all-important KPIs and return on investment. How did Vic Health measure the success of the podcast? It was really our first foray into podcasting. So we were going in pretty wide-eyed and optimistic. We didn't set heavy KPIs in terms of of downloads, we were doing it as a bit of a let's see what happens. 
for us, the real metric of success was around that engagement with the episodes themselves, with the traction on social media, with the conversations that it was generating amongst communities of women. Because for us, it was really about how were we inspiring more women to actually get out there and, and get moving and get active. So for us, it was all about those conversations that we were seeing. Another measure of success is the Australian Podcast Award, which you got for this girl, Can. Uh, would you put that success down to any one thing, like authenticity or connection, or, or maybe because the podcast was built into a bigger campaign? I think for us, it was just, it was really raw. We didn't want to over-edit it. It was very much authentic in you know, giving women the microphone and letting them kind of share their own stories and connect in, on that deeper level with listeners. I think why it was so successful and why it might have been seen as an award winner, thank you to the judges, was it was really part of an integrated campaign as I've spoken about. So it wasn't just a podcast in isolation. It was a podcast as part of a broader marketing campaign, broader paid campaign, working within communities on raising awareness and building demand, helping on the supply side of it as well. So it wasn't a podcast done in isolation. It was very much part of a broader campaign, which meant that it linked in really nicely and had really strong outcomes for us and has helped lead to stronger outcomes in terms of the actual physical activity campaign and getting more women active. This Girl Can was a series of nine podcasts and it was done a little while ago. Is the podcast still working for you as time goes on? The podcast is absolutely still working for us. I had a little peek at the numbers while prepping for this interview and we're still getting some some solid hits on it. I think that's that's worked for us because it was developed in a way that's about storytelling. It's about telling these stories of women getting active in ways that suit them. And that's timeless. It's evergreen content that we keep going back to. Um, our marketing team is well across the podcast as a solid asset of ours. So it's considered when we are doing broader paid media activities across social medias, it keeps popping up as content that we can just use again and again. And it's the gift that keeps on giving. Future plans to do more? Definitely. We've got the bug. For us, I think, I mean, this girl can, It's there's endless possibilities in, in that storytelling. We know that people love listening to podcasts to be entertained. And this podcast definitely was able to do that. And, and also give a little bit of inspiration, but not in a here are five tips to go and get active way, but in a really authentic, soft way where women could interpret that any way they wanted. Vic Health has also worked really closely with our CEO, Dr. Sandro DeMeo, on the In Good Health podcast, which takes a different route as well, which very much is more around unpacking what factors affect our health. So very much a more hard hitting podcast. So having a little bit of light and shade in our podcast arsenal is is fun for the team and, and shows that we do have that, that breadth of knowledge as well. What advice would you have for marketers who are just kind of thinking about a podcast or starting a podcast and want to make an impact? Really know your audience. That's step one. If you don't know who your audience is and who you're trying to talk to, it's going to be really hard to create something that they're going to connect with. So definitely be really clear on that up front, map it out, give them names, work through that process like you would in any other marketing activity that you might do. 
Well, Lisa, thank you so much for taking time to tell us about the award-winning podcast. You can listen to the podcast by searching for This Girl Can on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Google right now. And of course, there's a direct link in the show notes of this episode on your player right now. But for now, Alex, thank you so much. Thank you. If you are considering a podcast for your company or brand, you'll find some great resources on our website at dustpod.io. If you like, you can also arrange a complimentary call just to see how a podcast could work for your brand specifically, or you might consider working with us so you get to do all the fun stuff and we do everything else. Until our next award winners podcast from myself, Dusty Rhodes, thank you so much for listening. Award Winners is a DustPod production from DustPod.io.